Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. amazing grace only applies to those who turn to him in humility, away from the rebellion, away from the self-centeredness, and and actually follow him in faith. Jesus said if we want to follow him, the first step is, well, you have to deny yourself. You stop making it all about you. It's not all about me. It's not all about you. It's supposed to be all about him. There's only one God. Today, Pastor Robert talks about grace and how we might turn away from our own self-centered ways and instead turn to Jesus. You must be careful and humble with how you live your life, because the way you live shouldn't be about you, it should be about Him. God calls us to follow Him, not ourselves. So let me ask you, who are you living for? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapters 9 and 10 and Proverbs chapter 6 as he continues his message here on Main Thing Radio. The guy was rebelling against God's perfect plan. That is intolerable. Why? Well, because it's so stupid. That's a harsh word, right? Well, the guy got killed. I mean, you don't get much more harsh than that, right? I mean, they executed him for that stupidity. So yeah, I'm being very intentional in my choice of words here because we take this so lightly, you know? But come on, I mean, pastor, we're we're not under the law. We're, we're, We're under grace now. The Bible says if I confess my sins, he's faithful and just to forgive my sins and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. True, but see, what you and I have to remember is that God's grace does not cover rebellion. Not in the sense of making it permissible. See, we've got this mistaken, perverted idea that we can do as we please as long as we ask forgiveness or go to confession afterwards, you know? Because, I mean, the Lord knows my heart. Yeah, he does. He does better than you do. He knows our hearts. And the Bible seems to suggest that there's an especially hot corner of hell for people who think they can manipulate God's grace. There's so many people who call themselves Christians, living living in grace, who are actually living in rebellion and calling it grace. It's different. Hebrews chapter 10 We're going to go over this again in a few weeks because we're not there yet. Hebrews chapter 10, though, it warns us clearly. It says, if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and fiery indignation, which will devour the adversaries. Anyone who has rejected Moses' law dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Reference the guy picking up firewood. 
Of how much worse punishment do you suppose will he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot? Counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing and insulted the Spirit of grace. For we know him who said, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And again, the Lord will judge his people. And then the writer to the Hebrews, the Holy Spirit wraps it up with this statement. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Wow. Wake up call. I hope. Man. You see, rationalizing rebellion on the basis of grace, it's a perversion. It's a perversion of truth. It's a dangerous misconception. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 27 asks a rhetorical question. Can a man take fire into his bosom and his clothes not be burned? No. You and I, sometimes, we think we can play with sin and not be scorched. Nah. Again, I'm still on point number one, but let me make it real clearly. Those who live like hell are destined to go there unless they repent. I don't care what label you give yourself. Do you understand? I call myself a Christian for 15 years. And thankfully, somebody challenged me on it. Robert, are you a Christian? Really? You don't sound much like a Christian. Listen, some of you don't sound much like Christians. When other people look at your life, do they see Christ-likeness? Let me just be transparent, lest you think I'm up here on a high horse. I got so convicted yesterday. I flew from Boise, Idaho, early yesterday morning, right? I mean, I got up too early to have breakfast, you know, kind of a thing. Got to the airport, got checked in, flew from Boise to Salt Lake City, just enough time to get on the next flight, literally. They were boarding when I got to the gate, you know, from Salt Lake City to Atlanta, and then from Atlanta to Fort Lauderdale. I just had a carry-on bag, and no problem. I had no problem on all the flights, you know, when I flew to Boise, no problem at all, getting everything in the overhead bin and all that kind of stuff. And then I'm trying to get on this airplane in Atlanta, and, and, and my bag won't fit. And the flight attendant, she was being real sweet, but it was like, you're going to have to take some of the stuff out of that bag. And, you know, I'm taking stuff out of the bag, and I'm trying to get it in there, and it's just not going. And, and, and I finally just got frustrated and gave up. And she took the brunt of my frustration. Do you understand what I'm driving at? I know you guys all think I'm just sweet and lovable and everything, but I get really intense sometimes, right? And I realized, oh, man, that was not Je- That was all Robert. There was no Jesus in that behavior. I didn't say anything ugly to her, didn't use foul language. I have been known to do that. Yes, your pastor has used foul language. But everything that was coming out of me was impatience, entitlement, nothing of Jesus. Ah, man, I was just so, I I wrestled with that for that whole flight, you know, next hour and a half, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make it up to this poor flight attendant, you know. Because I, I was just, I was impatient. I, I, was, I was in the flesh completely. Man, does that mean I'm going to hell? No, no. It means I had a, a, bad, a bad afternoon. I was struggling against the flesh. Because what's in my heart is to please my father. You see, 30 years ago, I wouldn't have cared. Get over it, lady. I mean, I'm paying for you. You understand that? And I would have felt justified in that. But not anymore, because I, I love my father. And I don't want to do things that 
misrepresent him or hurt him because he loves her as much as he loves me and, and I'm being kind of hard on her. Do you understand? You see, God's amazing grace only applies to those who turn to him in humility, away from the rebellion, away from the self-centeredness, and, and actually follow him in faith. Jesus said if we want to follow him, the first step is, well, you have to deny yourself. You stop making it all about you. I was making it all about me on that airplane. That's why I was so convicted, because it's not all about me. It's not all about you. It's supposed to be all about him. There's only one God. I'm not him. Neither are you. It's supposed to be all about him. Just like Jesus had to choose to submit himself to the will of the Father and allow himself to be crucified, he said, you and I need to choose God's perfect plan above our own. And he tells us there's great grace for the struggle. Do you understand? There's great grace for failure. There's no grace for just flat-out rebellion, deliberate disobedience, rationalizing sin, playing games with God. So if you've been trying to do that, you know, if you call yourself a Christian, but in reality you're just kind of living for yourself and thinking you're getting over on God somehow, the smart thing would be to acknowledge that in here, now. And just tell him, listen, I'm sorry. That's what I've been doing. I'm sorry. Help me. And he will. He will. If you'll just tell him you're, you're done with that foolishness. You're not going to play games with God anymore. You're going to be real about who you are. See, that's, some of you were sitting there, you know, because I've, I've heard after I get transparent, you know, people come back to me later. It's like, I can't believe you shared that. Well, yeah, we're real people. I didn't somehow get all holy and pure and perfect the day I decided that, you know, yes, Lord, I'm going to serve you and, and please use me as your, as your pastor. I'm growing. I have grown a lot. I am growing, but I still struggle at times, just like you do, but I'm struggling. There was a time when I didn't struggle. I just rebelled. It was about me, not about him. And see, what I'm saying is, for some of you, that's still the case. You call yourself a Christian, but in reality, you're living in rebellion. You don't care what he wants. You don't care what he thinks. It's all about what you want. It's all about what works for you. Whatever's in your best interest from your perspective. And you're probably wrong. See, that's the whole point. You're probably wrong about what's in your best interest. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Hebrews. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at MainThingRadio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. We'd be grateful if you'd take some time today to lift us up in prayer. As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we want to make sure we're listening to our Creator first and following His directions always. Would you also pray for our listeners that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can join in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and Tracy's here with the details. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? 
It is. We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, Tracy. Any amount you're able to donate is greatly appreciated and useful. Thanks for praying about this, and thanks for listening today to Main Thing Radio. Main Thing Radio.